going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 298 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hiya. 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 <laughs> I'm going to throw a knife that's spinning at Markellis right now. And here he is, the expert, <laughs> Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagan. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we actually have news to talk about, and then we're going to review the next movie in the I Hate You Now Watch month, DOA, colon, Dead or Alive. Before we get into all that, how is everyone doing? Mark Ellis Regans, how is quarantine treating you? Uh, It's not too bad. I can't complain too much. Um, watching some bad movies as per the course of this show, uh, just praying for something good to come along. Uh, yeah, still getting caught up on my, uh, TV shows. I still haven't, I wanted to like find some time to watch Voltron because I know that's what I really should be concentrating on. I just haven't gotten to that point yet, but, uh, it's on the list. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, Aubrey, how about you? I have, uh, been playing Animal Crossing I went to my friend's island today, and it is immaculate. Like, I have no idea how she created this thing. So now I feel really bad about my island, and I hate it. And after this, I'm probably going to demolish everything and rebuild. Awesome. Yeah, I saw online some of the different things people have built in it, and it's they're pretty amazing. <laughs> it's insane. Like, she has a whole marketplace and she modeled it all after different uh, things in Pokemon, too. So, like, she's just different little towns in her big town. I'm so angry. <laughs> Mine sucks. Well, you only have upwards to go from here. So, I don't know. I'm a pretty big um, overdoer. And if I touch something too much, I ruin it. So, I don't know. Well, we look forward to you uh, streaming it someday on Twitch. One of these days, I did um, stream while I was playing it when I first got it for a little bit, and that reached like 200 views or something. And um, then I I saved the video, and I was going to make a bigger video with it, and I don't know. I'll get to it. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. Yeah, it's my famous last words. I'll get to it. <laughs> awesome. Well, myself... I really been doing anything, just working, sleeping. Um, today I went to the grocery store. That was that was the most excitement I've had. And, and I got to tell you, it was pretty annoying. They only are letting a certain amount of people in the store. So there's a person at the door like counting who's coming in and who's coming out. And you have to wear a mask when you're in the store. They don't let you grocery shop like after your shift or anything? Well, I could, but one, I'd have to spend more money than I want to because the grocery store I work at is <laughs> is a little uh, pricey for for people that have a family of four and um, I'm not paying $3 for a can of tuna. 
And uh, I get out of work at 630 in the morning and I can't start shopping if I wanted to until 8 a.m. And I'm not sticking around for an hour and a half after eight hours of lifting boxes. So I just want to go home. <laughs> but I went to the other grocery store. And like I said, you can't wear you have to wear a mask. They only let a certain number of people in the store. And then they this is new this time. They put arrows on the floor out of tape in uh, the aisles. So some aisles are up and some aisles are down. You can't just go up and down the aisles quick and get what you need. Really yeah, that's cool. how it is here too. But everybody's um, so conservative, and they don't care. Like America, freedom, or Virginia. Oh, it's just—it's annoying. So it's like I, I just need to grab this pasta, and it's here, but I can't get it because I have to go up the other aisle and then back down this aisle. It just was frustrating. And I've also been on a, a hunt for—I uh, don't know what brand it is. I want to say Nors. They're like packets of noodles with like a ten times your daily allotment of sodium in it. And they're like chicken flavor, beef flavor. They're like a dollar and they take like 10 minutes to make in the microwave. They're like a super easy lunch. If I want to just have something, grab it real quick out of the pantry and be like done. They've been out of stock at my local grocery stores since like beginning of March. And then you used to be able to get them at Family Dollar, which is like not a dollar store, even though it's called Family Dollar. It's just like a dirty, gross store. Like if you fell down and touched the tiles, like you would get coronavirus instantly. Um, and this was before the outbreak too. <laughs> so but they usually were the place to sneak in and grab some because they're 88 cents there, but they haven't had any either. So I drove around like three different stores looking for them today out of boredom and I couldn't find them. So that's my exciting life. <laughs> right Trying now. to find some dry dollar noodles all over the place. It's very exciting. My so body's if any of like, our listeners see those noodles, we'll create right. a PO box for you to send them to <laughs> Fuck that. I'll go pick them up myself. I'm bored. Um, yeah, my body's like, hey, uh, you haven't had 25 times your allotment of sodium today. What's going on? <laughs> but enough about us. Let's talk about us. Mark Hellis, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right. So everybody can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes there every week. You'll find movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu streaming picks from our buddy, the awesome Adam Wallyhawk. Uh, you'll also find our merchandise there. You can purchase some of our Soul Wizard t-shirts, sweatshirts, look good while you're representing our show. Uh, another great way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through the link that we keep on that website. Uh, click on a big A, the big yellow Amazon logo, and uh, do your shopping receive your products and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast uh, you can also find our social media links there we have facebook we have twitter and instagram so definitely get at us you can subscribe to us on apple Podcasts and give us a five star review while you are there you can also find us on the stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone we're on podbean we're on google play music iHeartRadio, pandora well, we have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast. You can support our show monthly and receive bonus content from us. We also have a YouTube page, videos going up almost every week. Shout out to every podcast in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Thanks, Cardi. Uh, that'll never not be funny. Well, maybe maybe if we still don't have new movies coming out in like a year, it might not be funny anymore. But but this is exciting this week, guys. Guess what? 
What? We have news to talk about. <laughs> Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in nerdy news, yeah, some stuff actually happened, um, which is very strange because last week nothing happened. Uh, we got some trailers to talk about. So let's talk about this strange desire to bring back things from, well, from me and Joey's childhood, and I guess maybe part of Aubrey's childhood, uh, back for our adult consumption. Uh, NBC is launching their new site, their new streaming service called the Peacock. And uh, yeah, they started to release some trailers. Uh, the first one they dropped was the Save by the Bell reboot, or I'm sorry, not a reboot, more like a uh, more like a sequel because uh, some of the original cast members make appearances uh, and it's taking place kind of like uh, like a Cobra Kai. The next generation of uh, Bayside uh, is on the scene. So, um, yeah, the trailer, it's its not done in the same way as the old TV show. Uh, it's done more uh, traditionally, but they still have the same kind of goofy concepts, like the timeout where they freeze everything and all of that. But, uh, yeah, I think it looks pretty funny. I wasn't, like, the huge, the biggest fan of uh, Saved by the Bell, but I don't know. Mario Lopez, for some reason, they gave him some, like, some uh, good jokes or some good lines, and he's able to, like, knock him out so uh, i was pretty impressed with his performance from what i saw but uh yeah saved by the bell coming soon what'd you guys think of this trailer let's start with aubrey um i never really watched it so it it doesn't hit any feels for me i guess it might have been before your time actually i i remember it being on tv it might have been reruns i'm not quite sure um but I do remember like seeing the beginning and stuff, it, turning the channel because it was just never something that I was too interested in. All right, all right. So, uh, Joey, how about you, man? How did you feel about it? Uh, yeah, I, you know, Stay by the Bell's weird for me because I was just a little bit too old for it when it came out. Then let's not pretend that I didn't uh, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> But in terms of age, like it, 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 plus for me, it's also a harbinger of the end of Saturday morning cartoons because right. that was kind of the beginning of the end when they started bringing live action stuff onto Saturday mornings to, because of uh, the laws that had been passed where they had to have a certain amount. Each of the broadcast networks had to have a certain amount of uh, educational programming. It was required by law, so they started phasing out cartoons and, and phasing in like weird live action stuff. Um so, yeah, just like how I feel about Disney afternoon cartoons, I feel the same way about Say by the Bell. It's like the harbinger of, of shitty cartoons leaving the air and stuff that I don't like taking over the air. But I did watch it. I did, I did enjoy a lot of it, especially when uh, Jesse got hooked on caffeine pills. That was a great episode. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I my first reaction when this was announced was, oh, God, this is going to suck. Um, but we'll see, you know, it, 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 the trailer was partially stupid and then it ended on a really good joke <laughs> with, uh, Mario Lopez talking about how he had dated both of their moms. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought I actually laughed about that. So, um, we'll see, you know, I, I think the blueprint is Cobra Kai definitely for doing this, this kind of stuff. So we'll see if they can nail it like Cobra Kai did, or if it's just going to be really terrible. So, I guess we'll see. But Mark, did you ever watch Say by the Bell? 
Yeah, I did watch it. Uh, if you were too old for it, I was definitely too old for it. But uh, it didn't stop me anyway. It used to. It started off as a show called uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss that I was a fan of. So I just kind of followed it from uh, the Disney Channel over to uh, to Saturday mornings. But are you excited for the reboot? Uh, not enough that I'm ready to get a new streaming service. I got to see what else the Peacock has to offer. Because that, I mean, it was, as funny as it was. <laughs> what a fantastic segue. <laughs> as funny as it was, it wasn't enough to get me uh, to shell out my coin just yet. But uh, yeah, so they did try to, they offered a little bit more. You know, if Saved by the Bell wasn't enough, they also dropped a trailer for the next edition of Punky Brewster. I don't know who wanted this or who asked for it. I didn't know there was like a big Punky Brewster like fan club that was demanding this. Saved by the Bell, I can understand, but Jesus. I remember Punky Brewster when I was a kid. Uh, I thought it was really cool that she had a dog named Brandon that she named after Marlon Brando, even though the name was wrong. That I thought was uh, endearing. Uh, I remember the Saturday morning cartoon with Glomer. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know why this exists. This isn't gonna make me. Uh, this isn't gonna make me spend any money on a on a peacock either. Uh, but that's just me, Joey. How did you feel about Punky Brewster? Uh, well, I thought the trailer for the show itself looked horrible. It looked like a Disney Channel uh, sitcom, like Dog with a Blog or something. Yep. I do remember watching the show all the time when I was a kid. It was on. I don't remember what night it was on. It was on NBC. I, I mean, it was like seven or eight when it came out. So we used to watch it. There was also a cartoon. Um, and then the the most important thing is the actress that played Punky Brewster uh, grew up and got smoking hot and was on uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch for a couple seasons. Oh, there you go. And, uh, you know, watching this trailer, I, I, I got to say, you know, you still got it. <laughs> you still got it. <laughs> so, so she's definitely still a very attractive lady. Um, but there is nothing here that makes me want to watch the show. Period. No. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. For no reason. Um, yeah, I, I, this is just not my thing. Uh, yeah. I don't think at this point, based on these two shows, there's no reason for me to subscribe to Peacock. Um, they're saying it's going to be free, but ad supported. So maybe that if that's true, I would download the app at least and, you know, maybe watch Saved by the Bell. But, you know, if this was something where this is your big first salvo to make me try to take money out of my wallet, uh, the wallets go back in my pants. So mm -hmm. I know Aubrey's probably never seen Punky Brewster before. <laughs> I have not, but I have heard of Punky Brewster, especially because I did watch Sabrina. So <laughs> oh, so you you know all about that part. I, I know Celia Moon Fry and oh, I, I love her. All? She was fantastic in Sabrina. So. If it's free, I might watch it just because I like her. But other than that, there's no promises because I do nothing I say I'm going to do. Uh, is she going to fight a giant spider in this one? Was that in the show? That wasn't in the show, was it? Was that in Sabrina? Yeah, in the in the original Punky Brewster show, they they had like a Halloween episode where they went into a haunted cave and she fought a giant spider no. with a magical Indian tomahawk. No way. Yes way, Ted. All right, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I saw I the actually... comments. They were like, is she going to find her mom? <laughs> That's sad. Are any of her friends going to get trapped in an old refrigerator again? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I would actually, if the spider and its family like moved in next door, that would probably be better. Especially if it was the effects that aren't very special. But... 
Yeah, if they bring in Glomer from the cartoon show, I might be interested. Might be more oh, interested God. into it. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. I'm sure. To, <laughs> I'm sure no one thought we were going to get a Punky Brewster TV show in the year 2020 either. So uh, anything's possible. <laughs> that's right. As Kevin Garnett would say, anything is possible. All right. So then the last trailer we got was for a movie, not a what? streaming service. Yeah, an actual legitimate movie. Redbox Entertainment presents. Josh Trank's new film, Capone. Yeah, we get our look at Tom Hardy as Al Capone in the later days of his life where he's suffering, possibly suffering from dementia. Uh, He supposedly buried a ton of money and there's a lot of people after it. So we got Tom Hardy, got Josh Trank behind the camera. Looks like there's some money involved. Uh, Redbox is producing it, so you know it's going to be easily available. I don't... I think it looks cool. I think it looks cool. I, I, I'm really, I'm rooting for Josh Trank to pull this out. Um, Aubrey, it's got your boy in it. What did you think of this trailer? It's over my head, but I love him. It's it's out of my realm of movies that I really care about, but yeah. I'll watch it because he's in it. And he almost got he almost gets eaten by a crocodile. It looks like in one scene. But he won't because <laughs> the crocodile will lose. <laughs> Look deeply into Al Capone's eyes and be like, okay, that's fine. And just. He'll see the visions of him holding a puppy. Like, I'm so sorry. All right, Joey, what'd you think of uh, Josh Trank's big comeback? Oh, from visionary director Josh Trank comes Capone. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a movie. That's the best I can say. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing in in the trailer that makes me um, say, oh my God, I need to see this immediately. Um, But Tom Hardy's always fun. (laughs) And. It'd be it'll be interesting to see what uh, Josh Trank does because he, he kind of needs to knock it out of the park after everything that went down. So you know he's backed in a corner. Maybe he's going to come out swinging, but the fact that this is going direct to video doesn't exactly fill me with confidence. <laughs> Everything's going direct to video though, so I guess that's you know neither yeah, here nor there. I was going to say this is the perfect time for him to strike. This is, will be the movie where people right. will be like, "Oh God, it should have been in the theaters." Uh, if only we didn't have this quarantine, Josh Trank would be a huge movie director now. That's right. You know, stuff like Bloodshot can be like, oh, man, you know, we, we were a box office bomb, but it wasn't our fault. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of The Untouchables, so any further adventures of Al Capone, I'm down for. I think it's going to be good. And it's produced by Redbox. I guess Red we're going to find out. Mark will give it a three. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> we'll find out because we're going to do it on the show. So there you go. A little, a little upcoming news for you guys. All right. So then in the last bit of news, J.J. Uh, Abrams uh, his deal with Warner Brothers, uh, which is going to be over an their streaming site, uh, HBO Max, uh, he announced some uh, titles that they're going to be working on. Uh, three titles. Uh, one is a uh, original story that takes place in the 70s called Duster. Uh, the other one is a series of stories that take place during the Shining period. Uh, it's called Overlook. So I guess it's based on a hotel. Uh, and but the last one is a TV show based on Justice League Dark, which is a, a movie that was at some point about to come out. They, they were always threatening to make it, uh, but it never happened. It looks like it's finally going to happen. Not on a big screen, not on a CW, not even on the DC streaming service, but on HBO Max. Justice League Dark. They haven't announced the characters or anyone is going to be working on it other than J.J. Uh, Abrams and Bad Robot, his producers. So, I don't know. This seems interesting. I have enough streaming services 
this does kind of pique my my uh, interest because I'm a big JJ fan. So I might check this out. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about JJ Abrams producing Justice League Dark? Um, I'll believe it when I'm sitting down in front of my TV to watch it. I think wasn't this one of the first uh, DCEU movies that was announced? Probably. Probably have to dig up the list. There's like there's like twenty of them. Yeah. So I mean, they're talking like what seven years now, <laughs> six years since they mentioned maybe making this. Um, it seems almost like it's cursed yeah, for being so quote unquote dark. It's cursed. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. It's not ever been my favorite comic, and it's certainly not many of my favorite characters. But I, I'll give anything comic book related a chance. God knows I watched enough episodes of Nightman back in the day. So, you know. Wait, was that a TV show? I don't remember that's, that. Yeah. You guys don't remember Nightman? <laughs> no. Aubrey, do you remember You remember Nightman? No. Oh, man. He was a saxophone playing jazz musician by day and a superhero by night. No. Damn it. How did I no. miss that? Based on the Malibu Ultraverse comic? No. <laughs> it was a bad, like, 90s uh, syndication show that was, like, one of those, like, Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. shows. Nice. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, so I'll pretty much watch anything. God God knows. You guys have seen some of my movie tastes. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm excited just because it's not a huge thing I'm, I'm a fan of. It's not characters I'm a huge fan of. And it's been announced for so long that, like, I don't, I almost don't believe it's going to happen. So, But we'll see. We'll see. You know, at least um, Warner Brother, got a Warner Brother, is uh, throwing money at their streaming service so another streaming service this one you have to pay for Aubrey how about you how do you feel about JJ handling some uh, dark superheroes uh we'll see you know DC if they can do one thing it's get some uh, superheroes on TV so I really think this is this is actually going to happen I don't I don't trust that what they produce is good so I feel like they're gonna stifle whatever good ideas he has and then it'll turn out trash as long as it starts off with the dead speak, <laughs> God, I'll be fine. Maybe um, uh, Arrow will show up alive, and and there'll be zero explanation for it. <laughs> It'll just be hooked up to a big CG crane. <laughs> that would be awesome. Sign me up. How much is it a month? I'm there. Take fourteen ninety nine. <laughs> All right. So then, in another bit of news, something that doesn't directly affect us three here on a podcast, but it does affect millions of other people, at least hundreds of thousands of other people all over the world. Uh, coronavirus. coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> it is changing our world day by day. Uh, and they announced this week that San Diego Comic-Con, one of the biggest cons, probably the biggest comic book convention uh, is canceled this year for the first time in 50 years there's not going to be a san diego comic-con uh now i never planned on going to san diego at all ever um i have enough conventions around here uh, to keep me busy uh not even as like a dream so i'm okay with it being canceled that's fine um but this is a huge blow to i mean everything everybody is suffering but this is a huge blow to the world of nerd uh, so, yeah, it kind of sucks, but I can understand why, and I'm glad that they're not pushing it. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's a huge moment in, in nerd history. Uh, what do you guys think of San Diego Comic-Con being canceled? Uh, let's start with Aubrey. Um, I feel like they could have done, like, something virtual, 
even if it's just like almost like they do with E3 where they could do like virtual announcements and stuff, make it look really cool. But I mean, like you said, it doesn't really affect me. So I don't have much feelings toward it. I'm sad for the other people that don't get to go to it. Uh, I'm really hoping New York isn't canceled. I'm hoping this whole thing's over by then. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. All right, Joy, how about you, man? Oh, well, it sucks um, for a lot of reasons. I mean, the city of San Diego is going to be out quite a bit of money that it generates. Um, you know, a lot of people were really looking forward to going. And, you know, for us, <laughs> as purely selfish level, for us as a uh, current events movie <laughs> news podcast, there's a lot of trailers and announcements that come out of San Diego Comic-Con that we now won't be able to talk about. So uh, that's sad. Um, I'm pretty much operating under the assumption that everything is going to be canceled at this point. Um, like Aubrey said, you know, New York Comic Con is is depending on the year, you're the first or second biggest show on the North American continent. And they did announce that, you know, as of right now, everything's going ahead as planned. And they opened press applications, so we applied for those. But you know, I, I'd be stunned if we go. <laughs> And, you know, there's other stuff, you know, Springfield Comic Con supposed to be coming up in a couple months. I don't know if that's going to happen. Probably not. Uh, not that I can speak for them. You know, Terrific Con, Plastic City, Rhode Island. These are all shows that we were planning on going to. And I, I, I don't know if anything's happening. You know, I was supposed to go to a concert with my daughter uh, next month. And I mean, I didn't want to go, but uh, you know, I was willing to go. And I just got the email that it was postponed. So no refunds on tickets, but. They will announce a new date eventually, but like every concert has been canceled. Like if you were planning on going to a concert, you're not going to one for at least a year. So it just sucks. I don't know. It just sucks. Hopefully we get to go to New York, but then again, New York's like a Petri dish right now. So like, <laughs> do we even really want to go to New York right, right the second? Probably not, but uh, probably by October, hopefully it'll be okay. So. Exactly. It's one thing to go to New York. Um, you know, they get, hopefully they'll get this whole thing cleaned up and it's like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll go to New York. But they're actually the place that we're going to go is actually the the hospital for patients with coronavirus. So that's like yeah. that's like almost ground zero asking for trouble. And it's like, all right, everything's fine. Hundred thousand nerds come on in and party. I, I don't know. <laughs> Mark, are, are you skipping Dragon Con this year? If they cancel it. Yes. Um, if it's still going on, I'm going to weigh my options because. Dragon Con is a set of dominoes that started last year. You know what I mean? There's already things that, that have been put into place. So if it's still available, then most I'm going to see what the options are and try to go. But if uh, yeah, if they cancel it, no, that's fine. I've partied for my last five Dragon Cons. I've partied for like 20 Dragon Cons. <laughs> well, plus the, uh, the Big E, which is the uh, huge state fair for Massachusetts where you work. Uh, every year for money, yep. um, obviously not for free. That that might get canceled too. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's another thing that's canceled. But you know, if they cancel Dragon Con in New York, then <laughs> I can, you know, then that that's usually where that money goes anyway. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just saying that in the before we started recording, I was talking to Aubrey. Uh, my second job is at the mall, and the mall's been closed for almost two months at this point. Mm-hmm. I haven't worked at my second job so like obviously i'm still working at my real job so our household bills are paid and everything's fine but 
that job was like my funny money job. That's where I got money for video games or going to the movies, going to freaking comic book conventions. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't worked there for two months. If they don't reopen anytime soon, like I'm not going to have time to save up money to go to New York. And there's not going to, they could, they could have 15 New York comic cons in October and I can't go because <laughs> I can't fucking afford it. <laughs> yep. I wonder how a lot of that's going to affect people too, because a lot of people are out of work. They're just on, on unemployment and you know, unemployment doesn't pay you your full amount for what you were making. It's just for a lot of people enough to barely scrape by. So, uh, you know, these people that drop like thousands of dollars on photo ops and other stuff, like, are they really going to have that kind of money as these cons start coming back around? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Rhode Island, if that happens and it's the first actual con of the year is going to be insane. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's already crazy enough normally being a a big con in a, in a little place so this is going to be like uh people are just going to be dying of thirst to go to a convention i know there are gonna be people beating down the doors and crashing through the windows because they haven't done anything all year so <laughs> but that's okay so we already got press passes to that one so we're okay but. <laughs> all right so yeah so we'll see how it goes um i was really looking forward to some content from uh from our geek world all-stars tribe members the pop prism power podcast because they're in san diego so i was hoping they would go and get some coverage for us but yeah they went last year mm -hmm. but uh yeah so they're not yeah it's canceled it sucks i feel bad for them i could have gone and just we could have gone and just slept on uh, anna's floor <laughs> just show up don't even ask just be like yeah hey we're here <laughs> maybe next year adam keeps uh threatening that he wants to go to san diego he wants to apply as press for san diego so if he'll pay for my plane ticket, I'll go too. So. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the coverage then. All right. So, yeah. So, that's pretty much it for the news. Look at that, y'all. A whole big chunk of news this week. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and it's time for a movie review. Can you imagine a world immune to all forms of cancer? Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come for our fourth annual live stream for the cure. And this year, we need your help more than ever. Please join us May 27th through May 31st for 48 hours of live content from guests and podcasts around the world. We'll be aiming for our most ambitious goal to date as we try to raise $10,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. Please visit www.livestreamforthecure.com for more information on this year's event and how you can be a part of it. Together, we can make a difference. All right, we are back. It is time for this week's movie review Continuing on our I Hate You Now Watch Month with my pick, DOA, colon, Dead or Alive. So, <laughs> we all had a chance to watch it. We'll start with some non-spoiler impressions, and then Mark Ellis will play the drop, allowing us to spoil <laughs> a uh, movie from uh, 13 years ago. Yeah, yeah, say, 2006, yeah. 2007. This will be interesting. I, I feel like I went easy on you guys this time. I don't know. And, and I think after Aubrey picked Dino King and I watched Dino King, I should have changed what movie I picked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I went too easy on you guys, but that's okay. That's okay. That's always next time. But uh, let's get started. Aubrey, had you ever seen this movie before? No. <laughs> and what did you think of this movie? It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> really? 
I hate video game movies. <laughs> but you love video games. I know, but the they always adapt the movie and it doesn't live up to my expectations and it's trash. And this this uh, was very much so geared towards um, a different sexuality for me. <laughs> it's not right. made for me. All right. Uh, Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, have I seen it before? Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> multiple, multiple times. All right. And what did you think of the movie? I love this movie. I love this movie. Never played a video game, not one time, ever. And I didn't and I didn't care. I didn't care. This is a movie that it's like the frosting without the cake. You don't really need anything else underneath it. It's just it's fine the way it is. All right. Well, I uh, have played the video game. Aubrey, you've never played this game? I have sold many a copies. <laughs> but it was it was never my it, I always looked at the cover and I was like no thanks. <laughs> I'm more of like a soul caliber person and <laughs> this was not not where I was at. I'm I'm just picturing the All guys right. like I'm just picturing the guys walking up to the counter like hi. Uh, guys, want to buy this dead or a DOA game, please? And Aubrey just well, looking at him like, <laughs> There's two video games that it's based on. One is Dead or Alive, which is a fighting game, um, obviously, and uh, does have a lot of uh, well-endowed women on the fighting roster. And the other is uh, Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, which is yeah. very... Um, that's more along the lines of what you're saying, Mark. It, it's a a beach volleyball game, but the main thrust of the game is uh, earning points to buy different bikinis for the girls. Mm-hmm. And then you can control the camera and like close up and on them and stuff. I feel like I've wasted just years of my life not playing this video game now all of a sudden. I, that the cover of DOA volleyball is burned into my retinas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, yeah, do you have any uh, PTSD watching this movie? Aubrey was like just shaking, like, oh, gotta go back. It, <laughs> no, it's it's just like this is exactly what I would figure that a movie for this would look like. <laughs> Damn right. Well, <laughs> I love this movie. Yeah, obviously, I wouldn't have picked it. And um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy watching it. It's it's hilariously bad, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's goofy and fun to watch. Uh, like I said, it's not as bad as some of my other picks. So I felt, uh, I don't know, I feel about halfway through it. I was like, man, you know, I really should just pick something a lot worse. I'm having way too much fun watching this, but there's not really any way to get into it without spoiling it. So Markellis drop the spoiler drop and let's spoil DOA dead or alive. Spoiler alert. I had seen the future and I had to prevent it. All right, Aubrey. I know you hated the movie, but there had to be something that you liked about it. I like Jamie Presley. Yeah. Um, she's really cool. Um, I like her as an actress <laughs> in general. So, um, it's Noah playing Goat Simulator, if you can hear him. I was going to say, is Darth Vader hanging out with you over there? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I do, I do like Jamie Presley. This movie has kind of a Mortal Kombat vibe in... Uh, that holds a little bit nostalgia for me because Mortal Kombat was big when I was little. 
Um, and me and my brother watched it all the time. So it tugged on my heartstrings, which I think is why it made me a little bit more sad that this movie was this movie and that this game is this game. So I like those two things. Okay. That's it, huh? Yep. <laughs> All right, Mark Ellis, how about you? Oh, uh, man, I can spend the rest of this episode talking about what I love about this movie. Uh, number one, uh, Devin Aoki's Freckles. Number one. Love that. Adorable. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Presley's southern accent. I don't know what it is about when she talks. She, it just cracks me up. T- took me back to uh, my name is Earl days. Uh, and I liked all of the fight scenes. I did a little bit of research on this movie before. Or I did a little bit of research on the video games before I started watching a movie. And uh, yeah, the movie is exactly what I would expect it to be based on what I learned from the video games. Like, I, I would have been stunned if it was, like, like a, a coherent story or uh, decent performances. That would have blew me away. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. So, yeah, it's it's fun. I, I love almost everything about it. I did do a, uh, I just, <laughs> for some reason, I decided to do a drinking game when I started watching it. Every time the uh, DOA logo popped up on screen, uh, I took a drink. Uh, oh, see, and you're still alive, which is scary. <laughs> Just to see how long my drink would last, uh, it got me 53 minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a big fucking drink, too. It was huge. I like they had their logo even on, like, doors and their secret lair and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. The fucking volleyball scene almost killed me. I'm like, it's on a ball. It's on a fucking net. It's on the beach tower. God damn it. Well, I have already said I love this movie. Um, there's a lot of reasons. Uh, most of the fights are actually pretty cool. Most of the fights are pretty good. Uh, they definitely had some good fight choreography. Um, it's also batshit insane. The storyline makes borderline no sense. <laughs> and uh, I love that they force in there being uh, video game uh, things in it. <laughs> so we do get video, video screens of them with like life bars and stuff. Oh, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Who who is the who's watching this tournament? Like, why does this, this tournament exist? Like, yeah, I don't understand. We got um, Eric Roberts in pajamas fighting karate. Yeah, he didn't do too bad actually. Or at least his stunt double didn't do too bad. I was gonna say I was pretty sure that was a stunt double. <laughs> and then we had that weird, creepy, like um, Skinamax vibe to a lot of the movie too. Yep. So it felt like I was watching like Savage Beach for a while. Did you ever see that movie, Mark? Mm, it's not ringing a bell, but it, for some reason that title sounds familiar. Oh, the, yeah. You'd know it if I sent you the link. But yeah, it had that weird kind of like I'm 13 years old and I'm going to rent this movie because I like action movies. But really, I'm renting it because there's a lot of hot chicks in it. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I mean, I, I love this movie, but I know Aubrey, you've got a laundry list. What did you hate about this movie? Um, well, this movie isn't really made for people like me. And um, that makes the movie incredibly boring. <laughs> <laughs> and this game was never something that I was fully interested in anyway. Because it definitely... like Okay, so I I do like obscure games like Lollipop Chainsaw and... Um, One Chambara, which are obviously like the same 
they're they're also made for a specific type of person. Um, I do. <laughs> This is how my quarantine is going. Um, so, um, so like I do, I can appreciate those type of games. It's just this, for some reason, just never piqued my interest. So watching a movie on it, it is not going to be any more interesting to me than the video game. And the video game is more likely to pull me in than the actual movie in the first place. Mm-hmm. So watching a movie based on a video game I was never interested in playing is really not on my to-do list and then to watch the characters it, it's, it's like oh, horrible and then they're, they're not very good actors except for jamie presley who i enjoy and i don't understand why helena was on roller skates the whole time except <laughs> i remember it somewhat in uh the volleyball game and because we had to get her in those shorts yeah and then they have like a fight in the rain, and and they're both in bathing suits. It just, uh, it just was uh, infuriating for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark Ellis, so what's some things you didn't like about DOA? Uh, let's see. I didn't like my man with the green facial hair and uh, the Zach. Green, is that his name, Zach? He's a cool yeah. character, but who designed that? Um, anytime I saw something that I wasn't quite sure of, I'm I just said, all right, it's got to be in a video game. Um, yes. Does he have like a green like unicorn hairstyle and green facial hair in a video game? Yes. Really? Oh, that's horrible. He basically looks like a ripoff of uh, Dennis Rodman. Oh, oh, that's who he's supposed to be. Okay. All right, He's the one that sponsors the volleyball tournament in the game that requires all the female characters to be in bikinis. All right. Now that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, well, he looks stupid. They designed it wrong. Yes. Yeah, the plot is really kind of all over the place, but it gets to a point where I just didn't care. Like, why did the, like, the princesses, the princess got captured at some point during a flashback scene and her brother came to save her. How did she get captured? And who were those guys that captured her? And why, why did they have her in the middle of the forest anyway? It, it, it doesn't make sense. How did they get those invitations to DOA? Like, who's watching them and throwing these stars at them <laughs> to say, you're invited to DOA? Why did the movie have to pause so when he saved her from those guys in the woods, like, it like went to, like, 30 cuts of his face, like, close up, and then she's like, my brother. <laughs> Just to remind you, like, what's happening in the movie. Because you can't keep track of it. I know. They, like, reveal him. And I'm like, oh, anyone who's paying attention to movies knows that this is her brother that was taken away. And, no, they have to have her say, oh, it's my brother. I think the whole point was to get Kasumi tied up. (laughs) (laughs) They figure if you're furiously masturbating while while watching this, like, (laughs) you're not paying attention to the storyline. Ryu made me really mad in the beginning, speaking of Kasumi. Um, where he's like, I am your, I am your brother's best friend, and and then that be like, if my brother is dead, then you are no, um, then you are no longer my brother's best friend, and that whole sequence of her like throwing the sword and like running on people, and then <laughs> somehow 
flying through the air off of a sword. I was like, this is what I'm in for. Mm -hmm. There's so many questions in this movie that I didn't even, after a while, you just have to realize it doesn't really matter. Like why, why the girl has the combination to the safe tattooed on her neck. What? All right, fine. Whatever. Whatever. She's hot. That, I was trying to figure out why I had this movie in my library, and then I started watching it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the girl in the roller skates. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> she reminds oh. me of like a really young, or um, Christy reminds me of a really young Christina Aguilera or Tara Reid. Yeah. 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 It, and the, the other thing that I didn't like about it was the music. I thought the music was so shitty, and I was... And then I saw it was done by Junkie XL, and I'm like, oh, well, then that kind of makes sense. Uh, at least well, he's, he still has a music career. There you now. go. Yeah. That's right. Um, you know, for myself, I, I think I understand what kind of movie I'm watching. So a lot of things that you wouldn't like, I don't mind at all. Like, it's fine. But I got to say, Devin Aoki is a hellaciously bad actor. <laughs> she is. She's so cute, though. <laughs> She she is she definitely has waifu status, but you could it almost felt like someone was standing off camera with a cue card <laughs> and she was reading off of it for the majority of the movie. <laughs> she is hellishly bad. Um, I thought uh, the computer nerd guy was really annoying. Oh, I liked him. <laughs> his, actually, because compared to her, his acting was like stellar. Oh, well, yeah, he was he, he was like Marlon Brando compared to. <laughs> exactly i didn't understand how max got invited to the fight yeah i didn't understand how the girl didn't catch him on a plane until they were in the air (laughs) but like i didn't understand like like so even if you want to like try to make sense of what the hell's happening you really can't but at least you're like okay well all these people are like the best in according to the movie, the best in their like field of fighting. Right. Um, so that's why they were invited. They just all happen to have their stories interconnecting, but Max isn't the best at anything. He's just some guy. So why was he invited? He conned his way in somehow, but you don't con your way in. Someone just throws a knife at you. <laughs> yeah. Why did everybody jump out of the plane and land where the fight was supposed to be, but except for the three stars of the movie, how did they? How did the three stars of the movie manage they to get to so off They had to build a relationship. They had to work together. How did, where did everyone else go that they didn't have to climb up the Buddha statue? They landed. They right, landed perfect. Mm-hmm, they landed right where they were supposed to. Oh. Aubrey, have you ever put your bra on by kicking it in the air and then <laughs> letting it fly onto your arms? Uh, no. I would like to know how she did that. Um, cause I might start trying to do that <laughs> practice. Well, the most important question about this movie, Mark Ellis, top three characters in the movie that you, you like go three favorite characters. Definitely princess Kasumi, definitely Helena and definitely Jamie Presley as Tina. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Aubrey, how about you? Um, I just, just like Jamie Presley. That's you don't like anyone else in the movie. No, not even a not even a nerdy guy. Weatherby. No, I just like Jamie Presley. All right. Well, I have a I have a very uh, very long ranking here, but I'll I'll just do the top three. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was uh, Princess Kasumi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Helena, obviously, especially in the booty shorts when she's rollerblading. And then the dark horse candidate that took number one, Ayani with the purple hair. Yeah. <laughs> what was her deal? Her story made zero sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> she's supposed to be Kasumi's half sister. Well, how come they didn't have a scene where uh, Kasumi was tied up and she walked in and was like, my half sister. <laughs> I have no idea. Instead, like in this movie, she was some sort of like guardian of Kasumi said, I don't I don't quite understand. Why is it that she has to kill Kasumi and her brother for leaving? But she also left to go kill them. So doesn't she does she then have to kill herself? No, she... maybe it's because they sent her on the quest. She's not she's not royalty, so she gets to leave, come and go as she please. Uh, I'm going to assume the Kasumi and her brother were like royalty. So if they leave the clan alone, they become outcasts and they have to die. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of dark for a, a movie about boobs and girls in bikinis. <laughs> well, they had to give the girl with the purple hair something to do, so. Well, she was definitely a cutie patootie. But what did you finally before we wrap it up? What did you guys think of the after credit scene? Did it make you want DOA too? No. <laughs> Mark Ellis. Oh, I sh- I might have passed out drunk. There's an after credit scene. Yeah, they uh, they're like it's like one week later, and oh, then they're like yes. all standing there with samurai <laughs> swords about to fight like four thousand people. Yes. Um. Yeah, that didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, yeah, I put it in my notes. What the fuck is this ending? It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get a score out of five. Aubrey, zero to five, with five being the best and zero being the worst. What did you think of Dead or Alive? I'm going to give it a uh, 1.5 for Jamie Presley. And uh, because it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I feel like I went really easy on you guys with this one, I got to tell you. you yeah, did, did. And it, I, it's I, still watchable. I could probably watch it again. It would be annoying, but I, if it was on FX Saturday and I had nothing else to do, I probably would sit there and watch it and be fine. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. All right, Mark Ellis, how about you? Yeah, I love this movie. I'm glad you picked it because I wasn't going <laughs> was to fight you at any step of the way uh, when you said this movie. Yeah, for what it is, it's it's not a great movie, but it does a good job of doing what it's supposed to do. So I'm going to give it a four out of five. <laughs> One star better than Bloodshot. Yes, because this movie is actually in my library. And it's directed by the guy who did, he did another movie called So Close that I love. And he also did The Transporter with uh, Jason Statham. So he's actually a good martial arts director, and he was a he was the the he was Bruce Lee stunt double, Bruce Lee stunt double. This guy was, so yeah, he knows his stuff, and he did a good job with the fight scene. So, yeah, I'm going to four out of five. All right. Well, let me ask my thirteen uh, year old self what they thought of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love this movie. I'm giving it a five out of five. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Smoking Hot Chicks, uh, absolutely goofy, incomprehensible storyline. Eric Roberts in pajamas fighting uh, (laughs) uh, that girl rollerblading in short pants um, and uh, some actually decent fights. So, you know what? This is a great bad movie to watch. Uh, It's a good entry level bad movie, I feel like, you know, maybe you're not ready for uh, Suburban Sasquatch or like the Christmas light, but you want to get into bad movies. This is a this is a good one to start with. So that's 
going to do it for Dead or Alive, DOA. Let's uh, get some recommendations and wrap it up. Aubrey, what do you got for the listeners out there? I'm running out of recommendations because I haven't really seen much that's new. Just, just go get Animal Crossing, I guess. She hasn't seen anything new or anything good. Yeah, uh, Trolls <laughs> World right. Tour. I did see Trolls. That was pretty good. Mark won't do it on the show, so I guess I won't see it. It it really wasn't that bad. <laughs> it looked horrible. So, uh, you might hate it, but oh, I'm sure for what it is, and and I did enjoy they they have different types of trolls, and I did enjoy that Ozzy Osbourne was in it though. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. It's certainly no uh, dead or alive. So, uh, <laughs> Mark Ellis, how about you? Uh, yeah, I want to recommend. The Clone Wars TV show on Disney Plus. Um, there's only I think about four episodes left, and these final episodes of the series kind of tie right into Episode Three, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, and it, the first episode that they did, it, you know, they brought it back to Disney Plus, and they've done probably about six or seven episodes so far. The beginning ones are like okay, um, but this first episode to complete it out was so good. It was so good. And it leads right into episode three. So, um, yeah, if you have Disney Plus, check out the final season of The Clone Wars, starting with the latest episode. Uh, and also, uh, I want to give a quick happy birthday to uh, former host of the show, Tommy Tom. Uh, his birthday is this week. Happy birthday, dude. Oh, is it birthday week? <laughs> I was just it is. that. <laughs> Anyway, um, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week, links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more, SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, just about any podcatcher under the sun that you use. We are there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube, search Podcast. There's hours of exclusive free content there. Um, if you miss comic book conventions like we had discussed earlier in the show, there's a whole bunch of interviews and stuff from new york and rhode island last year so check that out don't forget about our patreon patreon.com backslash so is our podcast you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast next month we will be reviewing parasite exclusively on patreon so get ready for that and i will suggest that you uh, check out what we do in the shadows season two has just started on FX um, with the new FX on Hulu initiative. The episodes are there the next day, so you can check them out even if you don't have cable. Uh, and it's probably one of the funniest shows in the last like 15 years. I think that and Scream Queens are probably my two favorite TV shows in the last few years. So uh, definitely, definitely check that out. Uh, if you haven't even watched it at all, just start from episode one. God, it is freaking funny. Have you, either of you guys watched it yet? No. I haven't started from the beginning, but I did watch the finale of season one just to see what everyone was talking about. And that was pretty. I just watched that that clip of the the big thing that happens at the end of season one. And it was pretty awesome. No. OK. Um, yeah. So check that out. And then, of course, maybe you want to check out the movie Robot Overlords starring Ben Kingsley and Gillian Anderson, because that is Markellis's pick for I Hate You Now Watch next week. And that, my friends, is what we will be talking about on the next episode of So Wizard Podcast, but that is going to do it for episode 298. Two weeks till 300. We, <laughs> on behalf of my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. You're invited. 
and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, everybody have a great week. Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week. Good journey.